Welcome to the Kate Take Podcast, where we are all about taking inspiration into tangible action in order to create a life that we actually freaking love. Get ready to keep it real, keep it fun, and do some cool, epic shit together, girl. I'm your host, Kate, a 29-year-old entrepreneur, former teacher, wife, Frenchie mom, and just another woman in this world trying to make her way through life. You ready, babe, to make your dreams come true? Let's do it. You guys, hello. Happy whatever day it is when you're listening to this. I am sitting here with our first guest on the Kate Take podcast, and I'm literally so hyped. We were just chatting before this started, and I literally could go run like 10 laps because we have the best and first guest, um, Catherine Korf, right? We know. Are we going yeah. to like KKD design? Like, what are we going Kevin to Korf. It's good. Okay, perfect. That's good. Yep. Um, you guys, Kath is like my best internet friend, which is so <laughs> funny. Like literally, how long have we quote unquote known each other now? Three, three years, two yes. and a half years. It's so funny. We met in a Facebook group and then started following each other on Instagram. And Kath is literally like, I'm always like, you're my best internet friend that I've never met. Like, <laughs> Truly. Um, like any problem, I go to Kate. I literally, it's like, Zach will be like, oh, you're chatting with Kath. Like, are you ever going to meet her in real life? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, this is such like a millennial thing that we are BFFs <laughs> with someone that we've never met, but I truly love it. Yep. Um, for those of you who don't know Kath, we're going to like have her tell her story and she's going to walk us through because she is a badass entrepreneur. Um, but she has amazing art and we're going to plug all of her art when we're done. Um, but Kath is an artist. She's super self-made and Kath, you guys today is really going to walk us through just like really following your heart and following your dream, but also talking about the hustle behind it because you might be listening to this and have your own like hobby or something that you enjoy. And you might think like, well, how could I turn this into a business or how, I don't know. It's like, that's exactly what Kath has done. And it's a shit ton of work. Um, and so she's going to tell her story and we're going to be so inspired by it. So Kath, <laughs> welcome. Thank you. I'm so happy for you launching this podcast. Literally, I feel like you've been talking about wanting to do something like this for so long. I know. Um, and I'm so honored to be here. But um, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're only a state away from each other. We've never met in person. I don't know how that's happened. But honestly, I love being your internet. <laughs> um, okay, so a little bit about my yes, story. It's story. really interesting. <clears throat> I had always been like a math brain, a left brain, um, sports focused. And I went to college for architecture. And I had always said, Oh, I could see myself like on the engineering side of it or on, um, you know, more the math side of architecture. I definitely liked the design, but it's not where I saw myself landing. Mm -hmm. um, but I went to France my junior year of college. And when I was in France, they really um, challenged us to start being more creative with how we saw architecture and they forced us to instead of like taking photos and taking notes to sketch what we saw mm. and so we took sketch trips and we really started like you know working that creative muscle um and man I still have my sketchbooks and I look back on that first one I'm like whoa that girl should not have been studying architecture <laughs> um but you know through the year it just became something that like I saw myself developing it and I saw myself physically getting better at something that I never thought I could be good at 
and not that that inspired being an artist, but it inspired me to kind of like open my eyes and, and say, hey, maybe like I'm not so on this straight and narrow path of following my degree and, yeah. you know, so I came back my senior year and stayed in architecture, loved it. Always thought I was going to, you know, own my own firm, like be a, yep. be a boss somewhere. Um, and so after college, I got out, I played soccer for a while. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I ended up getting a job at an engineering firm through my friend, which was really close to my parents' house. So I was there. I loved the people I worked with, but it wasn't like, it was kind of a job I just landed in. Yep. I hadn't like seeked out. Um, and so it was cubicle work. It was computer work. It was drafting work. Very like task, 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 yep. sitting there all day long, go home, do nothing. Um, and I didn't hate it, but I knew it just like, wasn't filling this. Like I, I'm a pretty all or nothing person. Like yep. I balls to the wall, like go hard on anything I do. Um, not that it's consistent for a long time, but if I'm yes. going to do it, I'm going to do it. Hard. <laughs> and you know that I've been, I've been it. one of your challengers. <laughs> yes. Um, so I just, you know, I met my now husband and, uh, I'd kind of come home at night and just be like unfulfilled with what I was doing with my time. And I just started like painting and doing lettering, teaching myself lettering, um, on the side. And obviously this is like a pretty long amount of time, but it started becoming like all I could think about lettering, painting. People were starting to be like, Ooh, what is that? You know, I started sharing Casey, Casey K art was my first oh, Instagram account. That's so funny. <laughs> I think it had like 20 followers and I just I like just for fun. Um, and you know, it started as a hobby. Like I really just was releasing this lack of inspiration that I was feeling into my sketchbooks into, you know, all of a sudden my entire dining room table was covered. My third bedroom, Derek, like poor guy was doing all the laundry, making all the dinner. Yeah, what a guy. Um, and I just couldn't be stopped. Like I just was so um, like tunnel vision on my art. And let me tell you at this time, I look back on like the cap, that was not art. <laughs> you know, it was what I thought it was, but the growth I see now is really crazy. But I think that's kind of the important part is like, no one starts good at what they're doing. Yes. And so um, at the time, I thought it was great. At the time, I was like, oh, this is so fun. Well, people started asking to buy things. And that's kind of when I was like, huh. Did you die? Like, like what was your first reaction? Like, when people said that, especially to Kath, like, I have two questions with that is like, how did that feel? Because I feel like that's the first time, like you obviously know what you value and you thought it was good, but that's so major when someone else sees value in the work that you're doing. But like, like, did you, did you also feel like conflicted as it started? And like, we'll talk about this obviously, like as it took off, but here you are checking these boxes, you got the job, you you're following your degree. Like, did you feel conflicted at the same time? Like 100%. Okay. That's so 100%. Yeah. But at the same time, I never saw it becoming anything. Like I was like, Ooh, a $20 sale. Perfect. I'll take it. Like no taxes, (laughs) tuck it in my pocket and run, you know? Um, and, and so, you know, the whole feeling conflicted thing too is people, you know, people, family, friends, Hey, can I buy that? No, no, no. Here, just take it for free. Like for me, it was not, I didn't feel, um, confident in what I was creating to be like a sale, to Mm -hmm. be a business, to be anything like that. So 
I'd give it away. People would share it. Friends, all of a sudden, all my family members had like weird prints of like their high school (laughs) mascot, you know? Um, Yeah. And so from there, it just kept growing. I kept creating, I kept testing new things. And honestly, I was a little bit like um, out of control with like the way I was running this whole thing. Like I was just jumping off a bridge. Like I was jumping off the cliff and I was just being so scrappy. Like I look back on the business, there was absolutely no business behind it, but I was working and I was just like creating and just really pouring my passion into it. Um, Excuse me. So then I would say probably two years in, I started really seeing an income from it. Um, We were still living in Illinois at this point and about two and just under three years, we decided to move to Wisconsin and we were moving for Derek's job. So I was kind of up in the air with what I was going to do. I said, okay, this is it now or never. And two and a half years ago, we moved here and I quit my job and just started, I just went for it. Like I had, I had a solid income. I was kind of matching what I was currently making. Um, And ever since, I mean, the shop's been dialed in, I've been in the studio, I'm back home now. Um, And it's all just this crazy journey where I don't really know what's coming next, but I'm working for, for it to go on forever. Yes. It's kind of just been how it is, you know? That like, honestly, it gives me chills. And I think it's just such like a testament of how far, like, honestly, passion and work, like you can't have one without the other. Like I always tell people like, you know, the, the coaches I mentor people I work with, it's like, it's either like, like you need to have belief, like believe that like what, like, like, for example, you look back now and you're like, okay, that art kind of sucked to start. And like, (laughs) side note, everyone anything that you start new, you are going to suck so much at it. And you're Absolutely. Going to look back and be like, that was so bad, but you have to suck in the beginning and like hone in your craft because that's how you get better. Like you can't be afraid of not being like the best. Cause you're like, it, and the second you think you're like the best, like the second cast that you're like, I have the best art out there. Like that's the day you stop growing, you know, like you're always going to be refining. Um, but I think that's such a testament to like, you can't just have the dream or the passion. You have to put like that hard grit behind it. And so I'm curious when you were in that like grinding period and like when the wheels started to turn, like, okay, I have this, this, this thing. I love it. It's growing. Like maybe I'll make it a full-time thing. Like how much actual time would you say that you were putting into it. Like you'd go to your, you know, you'd go to your engineering job, you'd do that, and then you'd come home and work on it. Like, what did that look like? Like, what did that hustle like? Cause that's a, again, it's something I think we forget about when we get inspired by people who, you know, if someone just started following you on Instagram, like they might think you're an overnight success. And yep. it's like, yep. no, you've been they see the good. But and so mm-hmm. like what did that actual like work look like while you were still like being an engineer and doing all that? Sure. Um, so Derek, my husband, I'm, I met him um, probably a year into working. And so we had both grown up close and his job took us about an hour and a half south of my job. So I was driving an hour and a half both ways to work um, once I moved in with him. And this was also during that hustle phase of yep. what is now KKD. And um, I was doing macrame, I was doing lettering, I was doing all that. Well, to get into the office at 630, I was leaving at 5 a.m., I woke up before 5 a.m. to not like get tasks 
done, but because that's where my brain was. Like I just could not start my day without fulfilling that. Like even if it was five minutes of lettering, like I just needed to touch it before I went to yep. work. It's a little crazy, I think, but I think that's what it takes, don't yes. you? Yes. And um, so I was doing macrame. <laughs> yeah, crazy. Um, I was doing macrame too. And I literally would, in my car, tie from the handle on the oh. left to the handle on the right hang up my macrame and I'd macrame at lunchtime like and at this point I was filling orders but I was just so obsessed with like the potential of where this is going yeah. like fulfilling my customers um creating new work just anything like just feeding this business and then I'd drive home I'd think about it the whole time I'd like you know I'd be in traffic I'd stop and put a little note in my phone about something I wanted to do when I got home you know and uh we'd get home and I'd work out, Derek would make dinner, literally like this poor guy was probably making like pennies on the, you know, <laughs> I was not making it. <laughs> That's awesome. I know it was really lucky, you know, because it wasn't anything like fruitful for him at the yep. time. It was really just a passion for me. Um, but then I'd work all night. He'd go to bed and I would sometimes just not join him until yep. I felt fulfilled. And that was every day, Kate. Like I gave up going to friendship things. Like it's just where my heart was. It's where my mind was. And for me, that was a decision. It's not that I was, it's not that I was forced to do that. It's just, that's what entrepreneurship takes is that has to be your number one passion. You don't just fall into this success. Yep. Um, you know, you have to put aside other things to do that. And that, <clears throat> I don't want to say the grind is ever over, but to get where you're comfortable and to get to a point where your business is fruitful and consistent, that grind has to happen. Those sacrifices have to happen. Um, and you can't just read about what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't just listen to Kate's stories in the morning. You can't just watch me create art. Yep. You have to work. You have to literally get out there, get your hands dirty. Um, and so that phase for me is really cool because I remember being told, hey, Kath, take a rest. Hey, Kath, you yep. know, Instagram yep. is so like, blah, 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 have a coffee, like, yeah, hold it with two hands, get near a little blanket, you know, like, take a break, yes. and for me, I was like, I'm not taking a break, like, let's yep. go, I'm doing this, and watch me, you know? Yes, oh, that gives me chills, and, like, if people that are, you guys are listening to the recording, like, I'm literally a bobblehead, like, nodding <laughs> my head because, you know, and that's both. also why, like, you know, Kath and I have, you know, we both have a business that's like, you know, you, you follow us on social media or that type of stuff. And I think a lot of the time people see, you know, those bits and pieces on social media and you guys, it's 2020, like this is how people consume, like this is how you find products you like or artists yep. or whatever it is. And like the reason my head is like nodding because that's so similar to how I built my business <laughs> while I was teaching. And the thing about it, it's like when you love what you're doing it doesn't mean that there's not days where you're like, I'm tired. I don't yeah. want to do this. You do yep. want to like just go binge a TV show, but it's that futuristic mindset of like, I'm going to, to, to put this in now and sacrifice now because later on the fruits of this labor are going to be so worth it. And you guys like, it, you know what? I'm going to be super raw and it sounds like you kind of experienced this too, Kath, but we have to get rid of, I think, the mindset that like when you have that hustle, like you will probably lose some friendships because you're yep. not investing in them. You will yep. miss out on like certain events because you're not there because you're doing this instead, or you're going to have the people who just don't get it, especially in the beginning of any type of business. It's not like you're like, I'm rolling in the dough, like, and that's not yeah. what it's about, but like you are yep. going to have to give up some things 
But that's that abundance mindset. I was like, when you let go of things that weigh you down or you get rid of the things that don't align with who you can become, like you open the door to the people who get it. Like I even think about, yep. again, you guys, like we're weirdos. Like Kath and I literally have talked about business so much and struggles yep. and stuff like that. Yes, it's over freaking Instagram messages in the past few years and we run completely different businesses, but it's so cool, you guys, to see that and that like it does take that sacrifice, but the sacrifice ends up being so worth it because you get to live that life that you really want to have and yeah. not being afraid to like, I mean, Kath literally gets down and dirty because she's like <laughs> sawing wood. I, so I guess I maybe get dirty and then I get sweaty in my work. Yeah. But like, yep, yep. Whatever down and dirty looks like for you with your passion, it's like you don't mind it. Like you don't mind it. Like, and that's one thing I love about following Kath is she does share like the work side of all of it too. And like, I just love it. You guys, you'll have to, we'll we'll give Kath's uh, Instagram handle at the end of the pod, but like she will have days where she's like, I'm covered in sawdust and today was so much work. And I love and it. I hate it. Yeah, yeah. But there's also days where I'm like, what is happening? Why am yes. I here? I hate this. Yes. And that's just like work. Once work becomes yes. work, you, you have that. There is yes. a dichotomy of like, this is the best thing I've ever done. And the days where you're like, what did I do? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. I, I'm really missed that nine okay. to five. That brings oh, me to my next question, Kath, because I think a lot of people, when they start, whether it's a new business or, you know, I see this a lot with like people's fitness routines, whatever it is, something new, but let's use even the context of like starting a business or a side hustle, because that's also the cool thing you guys is like, whether you want to be like Kath and like, you're going to start an art business or you're like me and you use something through network marketing that gives you a platform to build a business. Like there's so Mm -hmm. many avenues to start your own, whatever it is that you want to do. Um, but I think a lot of people quit when it gets hard (laughs) or they get a naysayer. And so my question, Kath is, have you ever had that, those moments in your business while you're doing this where you're like, I'm done. I need to go find an engineering job. I'm closing up KKD. This is too much. Like, have you had those moments? Cause I've had those moments in my business where yeah. I've literally been like, I should find a teaching job. And then <laughs> yeah. for me, it's like my passion for this, my bigger belief of lives I can change, like that future of what I know, that's what pulls me back in. But when you've had those moments or if you've had those moments, like how do you keep going and not get stuck in just the heart, especially in a year like 2020, where it's like watching yeah. a dumpster fire. Like how do you get through the hard times when you wanted to quit and why did you like get through them? Yeah. Um, yes, I've absolutely had those moments. I still have those moments like up to today when I think about um, what my next year looks like. I'm bringing a babe into the world in January. And um, uh, I think about, you know, would it be easier to go into work at nine, come home at five and have my evening with the kid? And I think back to when I had that and where my mind was going, you know, like, what did I want when life was good? I had a consistent paycheck, um, or not consistent, but guaranteed paycheck. Yep. Um, I had health insurance. I had all that stuff. W- was I happy there? And for me, um, I think, no, that's when I was side hustling. That's when I was trying to fulfill something different. That's when I saw my life. I saw this vision of my life where I had the freedom to work on Monday through Thursday and have Friday through Sunday off. That's when I saw myself carrying my kids through the shop, having them help me pack stuff up, put paper in the boxes, that kind of thing, you know? So 
do I have those moments? Yes, of course. I think it's impossible not to because we fall into this, the grass is greener mode. Totally. Um, and that's something that Derek and I have really been working on saying, how can we pour into the life we currently have that we dreamed about really that we have worked so hard to create and how can we make sure that our mind doesn't wander? Yep. How do we make sure we stay on this path of making what we have better rather than continuing to flip flop what we're doing and where our goals are and that kind of thing. Um, I don't think there's the right way to do that. And I think we'll always, I think human nature is to kind of like see something sparkly and be like, Ooh, I want that instead. Um, but you know, the power comes when you really like take a step back and you're like, this is the life that I need to pour into that I need to make better. Once I've done that, if it's not better, if it's really, truly not what I want, if it's a problem with, you know, the daycare and whatever it is, then I can reevaluate, but don't just jump ship. Don't just hop off something because it's hard in this one moment. A lot of times you wake up the next day and you're like, Oh, what was I even thinking? Like, thank yeah. goodness I'm here. And you know what? A lot of times that has to do with external factors, people jumping into your Instagram, a, a mean message, yep. um, a piece arriving to a home where the customer isn't a huge fan of KKD and ordered and doesn't have the grace of saying something nice. Yes. You know, maybe it maybe is like, eh, yeah, this isn't what I wanted. Yep. You know, and in those moments, of course, you're going to feel down. That's like any business, any moment where something doesn't go right, you know, but then I take a step back and I'm like, that was one bad apple. That was one bad yep. message. And you get better at tuning those out and you get better at just kind of shutting that door and moving on. And yep. I think that's what kind of helps me not run for the hills, you know, and really just like stay focused on the good, stay focused on the grind, stay focused on what makes my business what it is. I love that. I love that so much. And I also just think it's like, I always think when it comes to like situations being quote unquote hard, it's like, there's always going to be a hardship no matter what. Like it's hard to also always. feel like you live with what ifs. It's also hard to mm -hmm. have a boss that's shitty. It's also hard to feel unfulfilled or like, you know, I think of how many people I speak to in my business who just feel exactly the way that you described where it was like, you did what you were set out to do. You got the degree, you met the guy, you you know, did, you did the job and you felt dead inside, right? Like not dead. Yeah, it's like, truly, you know, no, I, no, truly. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's hard. I also think about my situation was like, I loved my job. I loved teaching. I loved that passion. But what was hard for me was constantly feeling like I had to edit myself. Like I had to people please my principal and the district and this yep. teacher. And it's like, I pissed a lot of teachers or not teachers, a lot of parents off in my day. It was like, <laughs> totally. You know, and like for me, that was also a hard thing. And so it's like, it's kind of that like what, like you choose your heart. We've heard that quote before, but it really yeah. is that at the end of the day, it's like, it's going to be a hard situation no matter what. And it's not saying that like running a business, like we were, we were talking about this before, like there's so much back end stuff of entrepreneurship that people don't see like taxes, like, but like, I always say this, I'm like, I was a third grade teacher. Like one of my fucking classes in college was playing the recorder. Like I'm not kidding. I'm like, if I can figure out taxes, like any freaking person can, but it's like, that's a whole piece to entrepreneurship that you just can't be afraid to ask for help. I think mm -hmm, to say, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm doing and then get into community with other people. Like, again, I find it so refreshing to even have you as a friend, Kath, because 
our businesses are similar, but they're so, so different. Yet yep. I know that if I, I have you in my like circle of community, I could be like, like if I had a day where I'm like, I, I suck at coaching, I want to quit. You'd be like, no, right now, like Stop. get your shit together and like yeah. you'll be fine tomorrow and tomorrow you'll think you're the best coach ever, you know? And it's right, like, right. You just, I think you need to find those support pieces and like, just remember, like, I don't know how you feel about this, Kath. I'd love your take on this, but it's like, I always look at this. It's like, life is way too short. Like the fact, I think if 2020 has taught us anything, it's like, life is so short. Like we are not guaranteed tomorrow. Like we do not know what tomorrow is going to bring or hold. And it's mm -hmm. like, you can either stay complacent and feeling like feeling dead inside just because you have a fucking 401k and health insurance, like, right. Or you can go like do something scary and like find that zest. So yeah, I mean, well, on that topic, you know, I think it's interesting because yes, we have to live for today and we have to like really fulfill our passions and, and pour into what is driving kind of our, um, what makes us, it is so corny, but literally smile. It makes yeah. our like brains kind of spark. Um, but like on the same front, you have to like find the balance between what's going to be fruitful in the long term, what's really going to work for the lifestyle that I see for myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I always say like, anybody can be an entrepreneur for sure. Anybody can, but not everybody should be, you know? Yeah. So when you, the, the transition into entrepreneurship, make sure that you're, you know, this, using your creative spark and using this passion that, you know, maybe you have to coach, maybe I have to create art, maybe someone else has to bake bread. I don't know. Yes, totally. But make sure you're not just jumping ship and yes. um, saying, you know, Kath did it, Kate did it, yep. I can do it too. For, for, for you, um, it's really lucky that people that join in can see the potential mm -hmm. of, of that business. Yep. For me, I was kind of more like, what is going on? Totally. Where am I going with this? What is, what is happening? And so making sure that, you know, while it is messy action, which I took from you, I love that phrase. It's literally my life motto, yeah. messy action, just work, take action. Yeah. It doesn't have to be clean. It doesn't have to be good. Make sure that, you know, you're not quitting your full-time job yes. and just like hoping for the best, you just know, still having that plan and finding that balance has been really helpful for me, you know, yeah. it's really turning it into a business. So that is so cool, Kath. So, um, as she mentioned, Kath, you're about to be a mom, which is yeah. so cool. By the time this podcast comes out, people will know I'm also about to be a mom. Um, really had the little combo. The greatest time. news. It's the greatest news. It's also like, holy shit, but that's a whole nother podcast. I might need that to come back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that when the babes are born. Yes, exactly. That really would be follow. so fun. But mm -hmm. Kath, like going into this next phase of, of life and um, as we're sort of starting to wrap up here, I have like two things left. I kind of really want to ask you about is like, one is like when this future babe is here, like, what do you hope? Like, you know, this child or, you know, other children that you and Derek have, like, what do you hope that they see from like what it is that you've done? Like, I know this is so corny, but I'm such a futuristic person, but it's like the legacy totally. of KKD and like what it is that you've decided to do. Like, what do you hope like going into this next phase as a wife and a business woman and a mom, like what do you just like hope that your kids someday like say about KKD or not even that, but like they've seen what you've done. Like, I don't know. It's like, what is the legacy almost yeah. want to leave with what you're doing now? Cause I really think that you are, you know, mm -hmm. and even beyond that, like 
like, again, like I have Kath's art hanging up in our house. I have, I have several of her pieces. Like it's like that alone to me is part of your legacy is how many people mm-hmm. come into my home and are like, that is the coolest, like, you know, and it's like, Oh, that's my friend Kath. Like, that's also a piece of your legacy, which is so freaking yeah. cool. But like, what yeah. do you hope like for the legacy of like, when your kids listen to this, like what the hell, you know, for them to like, what was yeah. cast probably? <laughs> yeah. Like what, what does do you, mom do? What is like, going yeah, on here? <laughs> exactly. like, what do you hope for that? For, like your legacy? Yeah. Well, I think, I think what's so important now is like, and we didn't really dive into social media, but I have not changed my business name from Catherine Korf Designs. I've thought about it. I've seen other people change it to more, you know, out there name that represents their business. I have not changed it from my name because my business represents 100% just me to my core that I have a toilet in my shop, that my dogs are psychopaths, that um, people know I live on land. Like people know that I buy my clothes from Walmart and I don't like shop you know, they know about me. And, you know, I put in my little notes, which I haven't even looked at, because obviously, this has been so easy and so great. Um, uh, What did I put in there? I can't even remember. About just like, I should not have much about like, like, you are kind of your brand. Like, that's such a big piece. Yeah, you know, I just, I just, oh, I was gonna say, um, you know, I've, I've now had two years consistently of six figure revenue. And while that's an incredible like stat and goal for me, what's even more special to me about my business is that I would guess 90% of those knows that 90% of those customers know that my dog's names are Max and Winston, that my husband's name is Derek, that I live in Wisconsin, you know? And for me, like when I'm sending out these packages, I write their names on their box. I let them know that like, I know who they are and I remember them and that is special to me. And so in terms of my brand, that's the legacy I want to leave. I want there to be this KKD web that people have been touched by, you know, my awkwardness, my friggin' messy hair, (laughs) like that they feel like they're a friend of mine and that they feel that I feel the same. Um, And so for my kid, like, I just want, I have a corner that I literally designed in my new studio it's nothing special. I mean, it's over by some packing stuff, but I see the pack and play in there, you know, like I see bringing the baby in here and like letting her be a part of being two years old and seeing me packing a box and maybe being three and helping put paper in the box, you know, and I want them to understand that you can build a really like passionate and fulfilled an intentional life, mm-hmm. but you have to work for it. And I want yeah. them to physically see Derek and I, and Derek and I, like our whole theme of our wedding was work to build the life you love, like build hands, the, the hands that will build your, you know? Yeah. Um, and I want that to like kind of roll over into just this life we build that you have to work. No one is going to hand you Catherine Corp designs. No one is going to hand you this business that coach Kate has built like you are coach Kate to me you're not yeah. Kate you know like you are, you you just are this brand and no one's going to hand that to you you can use your resources you can reach out you can help yep. um but you know and that's why I try to share on my Instagram all the time this is work I go to yep. bed at nine still five years into it like I close down my shop at nine still five years into it yep. um and so that's kind of the legacy is just like life can be really good Life can be exactly what you dreamed it to be, but you have to like 
go for it. Cool. You have to put the work in. But like literally, I'm like, <laughs> it's yeah, almost corny, yeah. but it's like it yeah, really no, is. It doesn't that. just happen. It doesn't just happen. I love that so much. And so the last thing I would just say, Kath, is that you know I, I kind of on this on this podcast always want to inspire people, and I've definitely been inspired in this conversation. But like, is that also what you'd want to just like leave you guys? Derek's in the background. Shout out to Derek. <laughs> Um, is there any, just like, if you could leave like one piece of advice with the woman listening to this, who's like feeling inspired or whatever, like what would be your one tangible piece of like advice to take and then go implement in her life so that she can, or he can go like start to create that life that they love too. Sure. Um, I think we all get that little bit of pull and little bit of passion to go chase that life by seeing things by scrolling Instagram, by watching videos, by watching Coach K talk about her day, by watching me ship out seven boxes, turn it off mm-hmm. for me. Turn it off. Turn off Instagram for, give yourself a week and just say, all right, Catherine, what can we do this week? Like what, instead of spending the three hours after work watching and dreaming and thinking, hey, I could do that. Hey, you know, maybe that will work for me in a year from now turn it off and go do it. Go buy some flour and some, (laughs) some, you know, whatever you do, go make some bread. If you want to make bread, make the bread. Stop watching people make the bread. Stop watching people coach, go coach. If you want to make art, stop watching people make art, make it yourself. Yes. And I think like that's where it starts. All of a sudden you see in that week, Hey, was this just more of a dream? Like, can I, maybe this isn't something that I see myself doing. That's okay. But if it is, if you finish that week of like turning it off and going to work and, and putting your hands to work, yep, you'll be able to tell, is this it? Like, did I just spark something? Did I just um, dive into something that I thought I, I wanted to do. And now I know I do. And now yeah. I know where I need to go. So I love that. That's my advice. I love that advice. Turn and it it's off. so funny. Cause it's like, I think sometimes we get in the space of social. I mean, it's like this with everything, whether you're planning a wedding or you're making a nursery for your baby, like you could sit and scroll all day long or be on Pinterest. Yep. And it's like watching other people does not build your dreams. And I always yep. tell people, I'm like in the age of social media, like we are all consumers of social media. Even those of you who are like, I don't like social. It's like, why the, you're still fucking on it. Well, why? By the way, we can see who watches their stories. We know you are on it, you know? It's like, but it's like, I'm always like, you are either a producer or a consumer of it. And yeah. you've got to produce before you consume and stop tricking yourself that by watching other people, this is my, this is my take. You're following it. a passion. Yeah. It's like you're watching other people is like the quickest way to starve your, um, like your own creativity. It's like, stop, stop watching other people. Like stop saying, well, I'm just trying to get inspired. Like you get inspired by doing it yourself because you learn who you are. Um, And I think that was actually episode two of this podcast is comparison. I, um, that solo episode I did is all about that. So if you didn't listen to that one, go back. Um, I'll have to listen to that. Advice on that. Yeah. So (laughs) Um, okay, Kath, I could literally talk to you all day long because I love I know. you so much. Um, and I'm so honored that you like are on this. And again, you guys, like, I'm new to this. Like, my gift is talking. I'm still learning the whole podcast game. So, like, I hope that you guys, like, just be nice, right? Like, um, yeah. 
but I'm so Just honored. five stars only, yes. okay? We don't want to hear it. Yes, I'm new here. Um, but Cap, um, I want to make sure people know where to find you um, so that they can be inspired by you and also get their hands on your beautiful art. I know you'll have a little bit of a hiatus with baby and all of that, but people can find all of that on your social media. So um, where can people find you on Instagram? Instagram is uh, just my first last name, Catherine Korf Designs. And I awesome. think in the podcast, it'll probably yes. show the spelling. I'll link it. <laughs> um, Catherine Korf Designs. And there I just share my entire life, probably yeah. too much of my life. <laughs> Make sure when you and, guys go to follow uh, Kath, you go follow her um, asparagus highlights. I'm not going to even give any detail. <laughs> just go watch the asparagus highlights. Quick fate. The they are like, like every year I'm like, ooh, it's asparagus time. <laughs> Again. Um, it was an accident. It is so good, you guys. And then as far as like your website, like where could people go look at your art or purchase art and like find you, like what's that look like? Well, actually, this is really great timing for a little self-plug. Um, I have orders closed down right now so I can catch up pre-maternity leave. Um, but I do have one last launch coming probably a couple weeks before Christmas. Um, and that will be all brand new art and that same thing, katherinecorfdesigns.com, which is also linked on my Instagram. So. Awesome. Yeah. You guys get on her newsletter. She emails, like she makes it really easy to order and she has all those fun releases and all this will be in the show notes and we'll make note of it on, um, the podcast of when you guys can get like when it, you know, when it's here and when baby's here and just go follow her and get inspired. Um, Kat, thank you so much for being, I literally had the best time this morning. Mm -hmm. and I really feel like I want to go like do all the things. I feel so I don't excited. even run and I'm about to jump into your running program. Like, let's go. Yeah. Um, I am so excited for you and for baby. Like oh, this journey you. is going to be so fun to watch. It's like everyone said, I can't wait for this content. And I, at first I was like, mm. but no, it's, it's the best content. Yeah. I can't wait to watch your journey. And I'm I so know. excited Thank to like you. maybe revisit entrepreneurship when we're both moms. Yes, I would love that. I would love that <laughs> okay. so much. And then also too, you guys can just, you know, follow me and Kath probably really screwing up motherhood along the way too. <laughs> but internet it friends up. Maybe someday we'll meet you guys. Hey. But internet friends for life. All right. Um, you guys, right. as always, thanks for tuning into the Kate Take podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore Kate Brown. You can follow the Kate Take podcast on Instagram as well. And we will be coming out with a podcast every other week to remind you to take inspired action in your life. So thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you guys later.